0: Tell me, Santa, what uh, what stocks would you be giving your children for this Christmas if they could only hold them for a few weeks?
1: Wow, isn't that the question? Uh, the great Santa trades of 2021, I think. Welcome to the Exponential Investor Podcast. Want to be a better, smarter, more clued up investor? Well, you've come to the right place. We cover the breakthrough investment ideas you don't hear about in the mainstream to keep you. On top of the mega trends and opportunities reshaping our world.
0: Hello and Merry Christmas from the team at Exponential Investor. Uh, Some of us are looking a bit more festive than others. Um, I'm sure Sam thinks I'm letting the side down, but I've got to say, I'm pretty sure he is. Um, But anyway, Sam, welcome. How are you doing and what on earth are you wearing? We are
1: in the Christmas spirit here in the Volkering household. Clearly not the same festive spirit. Where you are kit uh, but I have got on my Christmas jumper, which is my elf Christmas jumper this year uh, I make a I make a point of every year getting a Christmas jumper uh, to wear to get into the festive mood I don't think this one's ugly or horrific I think it's quite festive um, it certainly beats my grumpy cat one from last year and my grinch one from the year before or maybe that was the other way around I can't remember but if you can't chuck on a christmas jumper at christmas when can you and the answer to that question is at christmas
0: well you said if you can't and i suppose there's some debate there but anyway sam uh one of us this year will be performing the role of santa claus to his children and uh delivering some presents uh you are a father congratulations again for the second time this year uh, tell me santa what uh what stocks would you be giving your children for this Christmas, if they could only hold them for a few weeks?
1: Wow. Isn't that the question? Uh, The great Santa trades of 2021. I think, you know, this time of the year is always a fascinating period when it comes to the investment markets, because there are a lot of days in which the markets are shut. But then there's also a few little cheeky ones where the markets are open, um, which does actually present some opportunities for people to go in and have a look at a few stocks that maybe... They hadn't thought about or they should maybe be looking at for for the new year. But around this time, I think if you're going to make some short term trades, you've kind of got to look, don't you, at the consumer goods market, right? I mean, Christmas time, people are going to go start buying a whole bunch of stuff, toys, video games. A lot of money gets pumped through some pretty big players. Um, and inevitably, sort of flows back through into the stock price if the goods that they've got on offer are pretty good. So, you know, I like to look around this time of the year um, and have a, just a bit of a bit of an assessment as to whether they've they've hit that sort of value mark where it's worth adding to the portfolio. Companies like Nintendo, Hasbro, um, those kinds of gaming and game related companies um, that sell both you know physical games and toys. And also, you know, merchandise and obviously with Nintendo, the, the video game side of things as well. I think there are always interesting plays around this time of the year because there is inevitably an uptick in sales. Um, you know, some of the products that they have, you know, for Nintendo Switch has been hugely successful uh, for them, obviously. But I just think that when you're in the festive mood, uh, look to things that you're going to interact with directly. And if you've just nailed yourself, with a uh, promising the kids a switch for christmas wow well, why not just go and have a bit of a cheeky look at maybe some nintendo stuck while you're at it
0: <laughs> yeah i mean nintendo's a great company right it has great intellectual assets in terms of you know characters and games that have been around for decades that you know every new generation so you know that for me is a is a trade not just for this time of year uh, although it's a good time to think of it but you know, that's a great Japanese company. I'm a big fan of what's going on in Japan in terms of the corporate sector, in terms of their debt levels. You know, I'm just bringing us down to earth here, Sam. But, you know, investors looking to Japan at Christmas, I love to see it. Um, My take is is a little bit different. Uh, I suppose I'm playing not on Christmas, but on the end of year, transatlantic Omicron nar- narrative differential. And what I mean by that is that in the UK, we are seeing incredible rate rises in the, the Omicron variant. Uh, and while the severity of sort of hospitalizations and deaths are not expected to follow, our government response uh, still is following it as normal. And that's new restrictions, maybe lockdowns. We, we, we've we done vaccine passports. And, you know, the I think the intensity of fear around the Omicron in the UK is quite high uh, from people and from governments as well. In America, it's not. They're not treating it as something very serious at all. Uh, and my stop for this is Peloton, because I think that when America catches up with the Omicron narrative, when they realise the incredible pace of the spread, and when they realise that it's still not that fun to get, even if you don't get hospitalised or die, and that governments might still respond in the same ways, you will get that final burst of the sort of, maybe it's not the final burst, but you'll get another burst of the, the lockdown narrative stock trades. And Peloton's a great one because not only is it down 70% from its re- recent peak, sort of leading the unprofitable tech sector down because it was a ridiculous valuations. And, and don't anyone for a second think that I'm uh, investing this, uh, recommending this with too much seriousness as a long-term stock pick. But um, yeah, that's one. There's the lockdown narrative that I think America is behind on. Um, The other thing is that we're, you know, we're an incredible moment for liquidity and cash people you know there is so much wealth just floating around that's been given them to by given to people by governments that's been created by you know stocks going up something what's the S&P up from its bottom in in March 2020 it's more than doubled it was below 7,000 and now it's at 15 and a half um so there is you know there is incredible wealth floating around certain aspects of society and probably the sad thing is that because of inflation certain uh, segments at the the bottom end of the wealth curve are really struggling, and you know, I'm not celebrating a great wealth boom since COVID. I'm I'm noticing a, a rather depressing divergence, but the combination of sort of liquidity, incredible results from financial asset markets, and a potential lockdown uh, differential story, uh, I wonder if Peloton could have a little uh, dead cat bounce off its lows, whether it could have a little final surge. Uh, and it's slightly safer to invest when it's seventy percent down from a, a ludicrous valuation.
1: With all this money floating around, I wonder if, um, as I say, and, and a bit of a that, that increase in the wealth divergence, I wonder if Ferrari all of a sudden starts to play back into the mix as something to look at. It's always it's always a stock I've I felt like I've, I've had a natural affinity with that I, I really want to own. <laughs> well,
0: when they when they you know when they start um, instead of spending money on their you know passenger cars, when they start bribing. Uh, formula 1 directors to to control the races in their favor rather than for red bull then we might see um some better results from from cars oh, controversy
1: controversy early on in today's podcast that's a it's 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 a, it's a, it's a cheap one that one <laughs> um, the, do you know what the other time uh, the other thing that i've noticed at this time of the year um and and you you may have seen this as well is that on the telly there's a a, a serious increase in um in a narrative that, that, that disturbs me and it confuses me and I think people need to be far more aware of this um, and it's the the increase in the number of fragrance ads that we see uh, at this time of the year. Uh, none of them make sense, 100% of them are confusing um, and they seem to really play into that whole wealth divergence aspect of things. We're going to try and flog you some stuff you don't need from very rich and famous people with the most confusing message known to humankind. I mean, maybe the luxury goods market then, you know, uh, um, was it um, uh, Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, LVMH? Maybe that's another, another one to throw into the mix at this time of the year. Um, when people start blowing money on a whole bunch of luxury goods and fragrances and junk that they don't need just because all of a sudden it's just drilled into your subconscious mind that Johnny Depp is digging a hole in the desert for no apparent good reason apart from Sauvage. I don't know. That's just something I've noticed at this time of the year as well.
0: Yeah, it's certainly a strange one. That just always reminds me of the film Holes and there's no... There is no relation there, but Johnny Depp digging a hole. Um. I,
1: I I saw one the other day with Kate Blanchett in a dress opening some boxes, do, uh, doing something else, and um, Miley Cyrus I think was a cartoon character in something, and and there was another one where I think it's Lana Del Rey, um, and. Um, uh jared leto um driving around in a car eating in a cafe and then doing their laundry to laundromat i mean it, it screamed out to me buy some fragrance
0: well it's amazing now i know what to get you for the uh, the office secret santa sam thanks for the inspiration um i think it probably is worth having a conversation uh something i spoke about with bars actually uh on a podcast a couple of weeks ago but you know will we be seeing a santa rally this year um it's pretty hard to say at this point things are still struggling volatility is high um you know it's 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 worth pointing out that it's a nerve-wracking time in markets with sort of tech leadership weakening with uh you know the VIX index the fear index uh, which measures market volatility or market expectations of volatility uh still at elevated levels um you know it doesn't feel like we're seeing the traditional cheerful end of year drinking too much, closing out some strays to book book a profit for your portfolio this year. It doesn't feel like we're seeing that traditional Santa Rally. It feels like we're seeing some serious, you know, virus-related, debt-related, valuation-related fear coming into the markets.
1: So basically, everyone's getting coal in their stocking for Christmas this year.
0: Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Have a good one. Well, maybe instead of
1: coal, everyone should just buy each other some Bitcoin. Stack those SATs. Get some. Uh, that's what I. In all in all seriousness, I've actually done that this year. Is I've got a bunch of uh, open dime little USB sticks. I've thrown a few sats on, uh, and I shall be giving the gift of Satoshi uh, to a few lucky people this
0: year. Well, that's nice. It's also worth saying that gold is both traditional as a, a genuine gift of jewelry and pretty good financial asset to be buying around this time as well. For some reason, the incredibly elevated inflation levels we're seeing in Europe the UK, America, uh, haven't translated into high gold prices. So relative to, um, you know, real interest rates, as I suppose the inflation adjusted interest rate you can get on government bonds, gold is looking relatively attractive, both visually and financially at this time of year.
1: Indeed, certainly uh, something to throw into the mix when, uh, let's say, for that last minute, if if you're watching this and it's, you know, christmas eve and you've not yet got that present i don't think you'll probably be able to get a collector coin from the royal mint but you may be able to nip down to your local jewelry shop and find something nice for the missus
0: or mister uh or at least you know a bit of uh savage from give give your partner an inflation proof asset this christmas i don't know why that's not on more adverts and this is why people come to us kid yeah wearable Uh, and appreciating in value what more could you possibly want exactly thanks to everyone very much for tuning in on Christmas Eve. If you did so the day before Christmas, then uh, well done. I hope it was worth it. I'm not entirely sure how much value our our Santa predictions will turn out to be, um, but it's been nice chatting as always. And Sam, to you and your family, Merry Christmas. To everyone who's listening, uh, I hope you have a wonderful day tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back with you on New Year's Eve again, all of the big eves uh, at this time of year. Uh, So we'll see you then for that one. And until then, have a great week. Bye for now.